Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present Terry's Mysterious Moments. Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. Good evening, folks. Something I read this week, key to memory in my mind about when I was a child back where I grew up there up in central Texas being a small community we would get together and clean the church once every so often you know we'd clean cemeteries you know mow the grass cut the weeds and things like that and this one cemetery that we would go to was located in a small community called Tanglewood which is north of my hometown of Lexington, just a few miles. Well, going out there, the story as I remember it is that there was this large, oblong, flat-topped pile of rock that was about three to four feet high and eight to ten feet long, probably four to five feet wide. And the story that I was told that I remember is that it was the grave of a giant Native American. Now, I don't remember who told me this story, but, and also I have no other proof that this is what it was. But reading some other things on the internet this last week just made me wonder if there were giant humans on the earth. Well, in the book of Genesis in the Bible, chapter 6, verse 4, it reads, The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. Now, I haven't done enough study to know exactly who the Nephilim were, but there are several descriptions throughout Scripture about races of beings and peoples who were of a giant size. You remember the story of David and Goliath. Goliath was supposed to have been a very tall big man. David, uh, Goliath also had a brother 
who was killed by one of David's servants. His spear was reported to have been as big as a weaver's beam, which apparently was pretty large. There have been other stories. Uh, there was a king named Og, whose bed was 13 and a half feet long, over 6 feet wide, because he was such a tall individual. In Genesis 14, 5 through 7, it reads, In the 14th year, Kedor Laomer and the kings that were with him came and attacked the Rephaim in Ashtaroth Carnaim, the Zuzim in Ham, the Imim in Shaveh Kiriathim, and the Horites in their mountain of Seir. Then they turned back and came to En Mishpat, that is Kadesh, and attacked all the country of the Amalekites and also the Amorites who dwelt in Hazazan Tamar. Now all of these peoples that were listed in those scriptures were supposed to be of great size. As I got more interested in this story, I found a website, and honestly, I can't remember the name of the website, but the gentleman that wrote this article, his name was Hugh Newman, and it was written on 18, or it was put on the, on the internet, January 18th of 2016. <coughs> Excuse me. It reads, Top 10 Giant Discoveries in North America. And the article says, The Iroquois, the Osage, the Tuscaroras, the Hurons, the Omahas, and many other North American Indians all speak of giant men who once lived and roamed in the territories of their forefathers. All over what is now the U.S. are traditions of these ancient giants. Well, here's my question. If there were giants in the land, and... Because as a Christian, I believe what the Bible says. I believe there were giants. There were people of abnormal size. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Let's connect it to another modern mystery, and that's Bigfoot. Bigfoot is always said to be 8 feet, 9 feet tall, sometimes even larger. You don't see very many of them, Apparently, uh, you'll you'll have reports of one, maybe two, at a time. Uh, occasionally, you will find a report of a baby with an adult, but you don't find relic evidence. You don't find bones and skeletons of a dead Bigfoot, and that could be just the the nature of nature 
scavengers coming in and scattering the bones of the body and nobody finding them. But over, excuse me, over the last couple of hundred years, there have been lots of archaeological digs where oversized skulls were found, specifically across North America. And they were found in a lot of these mounds, such as, um, I think it's in Ohio, they have the snake, the serpent mounds. In mounds like that, which were apparently left by Native Americans of an earlier age, they have found huge skeletons, huge skulls. Apparently down in Victoria County, Texas, along the coast, archaeologists found an oversized skull. And some of these skulls have been reported to have double rows of teeth. The lower jaw is big enough to where you can put it, put your face into it and have room left over. Various and sundry stories. I don't know if they're real or not, but I believe what I read in the Bible. That's my that's my faith. That's my belief. You don't have to believe that way. And I'm not really looking for an argument about it. But my question is, why do we not see more of these things? Are they, are they in a, a race that's going extinct? Or are they just good at hiding? I don't know. The I've I've seen a history channel presentation once that the female warriors called Amazons were actually found bones of them were actually found at a place where a battle was reported to have happened between Amazons and others. <clears throat> and they were female skeletons of an extraordinary size. I don't have much evidence on that. I don't have much knowledge of that other than what I saw. But, <coughs> excuse me, I'm curious <coughs> if anybody else has ideas on giants, stories about giants, possibly the, the crossover between biblical early history giants and Bigfoot because <coughs> excuse me giants in the history in in earth history have been labeled as being um, carnivores and in some cases cannibalistic um, And Bigfoot can't just live on berries and leaves alone because there have been bodies of animals found in the woods that have been killed and, and eaten. Of course, like I said, nature does a good job of that.
I'm sorry, I had a coughing fit. Now, I was talking about giants and Bigfoot. Were they the same, possibly? Uh, could be, could could not be, I don't know. Um, I haven't done any study whatsoever on Bigfoot except to read about them online. Uh, same thing with giants. I am not a field researcher. I am not a biologist. I am not an archaeologist. I am not an anthropologist. So, if anybody has any ideas, any stories, any evidence, you can send them to me at Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or at Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. That's where you can get a hold of me. That's where I'll answer your questions. I'll accept your stories. We'll talk about them and see where we go from there. Well, on to my second subject of the night. I received a message shortly after my first episode aired from a listener who goes by the nickname of Fat Jimmy. And he said I could call him that. And he wanted to know if I could read his story on the line, and I, I told him I would. So, Fat Jimmy, this story is yours. So I hope everybody enjoys it. His story starts. This story takes place about 15 or so years ago when a friend and I shared a really nice bachelor pad. We always had good parties that would last into all hours. Allow me to set the living room out for you. It was of a decent size with a sectional sofa along two of the walls stretching from near the kitchen doorway around the inside corner to the side where a window was. That was my usual pass-out spot. After I can only imagine what was a PGP, a pretty good party, I awoke on the couch with my dog barking intensely. My head was by the kitchen door and he was barking at the window above the other leg of the couch. I looked around thinking someone was knocking on the door. The dog was staring at the window and I thought, oh, my roommate locked himself out and waited to hear him at the back door. Just then, the blinds over the window began shaking like the wind is blowing through them, but I know the window is shut. It gets weirder. The blinds begin shaking harder, and then they start flapping. Suddenly, there comes the sound of a very strong wind, and the blinds blow out almost horizontally from the wall. I think to myself, what's going on here? Next, a thick fog appears in front of the window and basically fills that space. And then it's sucked into what looks like a tornado-like vortex hovering on the couch in front of the window. A depression appears in the cushion. The fog comes out of the vortex and fills the area again. Then it begins to clear and as it clears I see a figure sitting on the couch. My dog isn't barking anymore, but he is giving off a guttural growl. Our eyes are locked on the same spot. Then I look at him, 
The dog's hackles were up, his back looking like it had spikes. The, fi the fog finally clears away completely, and on the couch sits a young girl in what I can only describe as a communion dress. It's all white, and she's wearing a full veil, which I notice as she turns her head to look at me. When she makes her full turn and looks directly at me, I hear the wind sound again and the blinds begin to stand out horizontally again. The vortex again, appears again, but around the young girl this time. Then the girl, vortex and all, get sucked out of the window, which still is not open. The blinds lay vertically as normal and I've got to go to the bathroom. After the visit to the necessary room, I come back and check the window, the blinds, and the couch. Nothing out of the ordinary about any of it. So I grab my Gatorade and head up to my bedroom. The clock reads 7.33 a.m. So I lay down to grab my remaining Z's. Later, I spoke to the landlord, but he really didn't know much about prior residence, so he was no help. It seems the house had been a sheriff's sale. A good friend owns that house now, but he has only reported bumps in the night. Well, Fat Jimmy, that's a good story. It, it's You don't know what to think of it because you can't find any information about the house. Uh, but I wonder about maybe the area that the house is in instead of just being the house. But apparently there was no harm intended um, both you and the dog got out of it okay so I'm, I'm I appreciate your story I do I think it's a good story um, I would ask if anybody else has stories to go ahead and uh, send them in to me and we'll talk about reading them on the air for you maybe I'll put together a group of similar stories and go from there anyway I think it's going to be all for this week. As you can tell, my voice is getting really thin because my allergies are kicking in on me. So I want to thank you again for listening to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to thank Aaron and Britt over at Real Paranormal Activity for the opportunity to do the show. And I just wish everyone has a good time listening. Excuse me, everyone has a good time listening enjoys the stories and can send in something that happened to them that was kind of weird and mysterious. I'll say good night for now and we'll see you in a future show. Good night.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.